The R's are back. I'm Paul Finney. This is a QPR podcast. I'm hosting tonight. I've got two fellow QPR fans, which makes three hoops, which is more than you can say for the home shirt. There you go, over and done with. I'm joined tonight by Clive from Law for Words, who's not only a good friend, but someone who I value, whose opinion I value a lot. <laughs> Lies. A load of absolute nonsense. Lies. Both of those things are untrue. Now, I've got this thing, Clive, right, that this season we're going to try and make the podcast quality-wise better. And we're just going to make it more broadcastable, so we're going to lie a lot. Well, it started brilliantly. Excellent. Welcome, Clive, and welcome back. Good to see you again. Thank you. And we've got an ex-QPR player, legend, played for the club so many times that he's got so many shirts that he's got... How many shirts have you actually got at home, Kev Gallen, by the Uh, way? Enough. Enough in the wardrobe. Can I just say, I'm only here because no one else turned up. Yeah, tube strike. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, sorry about that. And um, Last resort... Bognor Regis. You're never yeah. the last resort, Kev. Never. Never. Don't ha- even get a drink anymore. Yes, you did. I brought Sham- you one. Shambles. You're the only person I do buy a drink for. <laughs> and um, anyway, so, right. For anyone who's still listening after the first 30 seconds of absolute nonsense, um, we're going to start talking about um, pre-season and things like that. I'm going to do the thank yous and all the link-ups later on, but I just want to get on with the chat, really, because that's all anyone's interested in. So if David Fraser's listening, we will get on to the bits you told me about earlier on. Later, right, Clive. Pre-season thoughts. Not <laughs> Come on, now, be serious, fierce song. Come on. Well, is don't it, lie. Is it possible to be uh, sort of happy and positive, but also thinking that it's not going to go very well? Only in Valium. Okay, because because that's where I am. I think I, I I quite like a lot of the signings they've made, and I quite like that we're not throwing ridiculous money around, um, and I like. The way that the team you haven't got any, <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, and I like I, I, I like what I saw from the way that the team has played, although in in patches and the the shape and the the sort of style of play and things like that. But I really don't think it's going to go very well to start with. And I think if we are going to if we are going to go down this this path uh, that Les and uh, Chris Ramsey have talked about, if it, you know, if indeed it is, if we are going to get, it's going to take a lot of time. And I think. Initially, at the start of the season, I think we're going to have some bad results. And I think uh, it's going to require a lot of patience from the board and from the supporters. And hopefully it will come good in the long in the long run. But I, I like a lot of the signings they've made, not all of them. Um, but Luongo looks like a good player. And I, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm positive but fearful that, particularly the first three games, I don't see a lot of points and I wonder what the reaction will be, you know, if we get a draw at Charlton and lose to Cardiff and lose at Wolves, you know, they're going to, you know, it's going to be pitchforks and flaming torches, isn't it? So basically you're positive but you're still a QPR fan underneath it all. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I've never been a, the most positive person as, as your, li- as your I've, listeners I've will know. Po- so. I've seen you being positive. Yeah, this is me being positive. Right, Kev. As an ex-professional footballer, which is what they used to call you, apparently. Yep. Um, now, you were. That's, I'm not going to be disrespectful. You were a very good footballer in your time and, and um, then many years ago. <sighs> pre-season. Yes. How important is it to... to who should you be playing as a, in pre-season as a championship club? Well, from what I've read and over the, the last few weeks, 
obviously the Italian trip hasn't gone well at all. Mm. Not not training wise because I don't know, but I'm sure the the training the training's been great. But when once you've organised a couple of games and they don't show, that's not good. So you don't want to go into the season undercooked. And um, maybe just you know, I went to the game on Sunday against Atlanta, and it was a good game. There was good good opposition, uh, good crowd, good opposition crowd, decent atmosphere. But you know, you need as a football player and as a player, ex player myself, you need to you want to be playing like you start off. There should be like five or six games before the start of the season. You ease your way in, you have 45 minutes here, 45 minutes there, then you have a 60, then you might have a 75, and then, you know, coming up to the start of the season, you have at least 190 minutes. Um, I don't know, but from what I can gather that a lot of the QPR players haven't had the 90 minutes, so, you know, you need to, uh, in my opinion, you, in my opinion, that doesn't, I don't know what's going on in the training ground at all, fitness-wise, but... You know, you can do all the running around on a training pitch, and I've done it before. We used to run, run for fun with Jerry and Ian Holloway, and the first uh, preseason game, forty-five minutes. I'm like dead. It's a different type of running. You don't run for an hour. You, you know, do a cross country and all that. I know they don't do it anymore, but it's a different type of fitness, football fitness, and the only way you get fit is by playing football matches and I'm just a little bit concerned that we might be a little bit undercooked but time will tell we'll see on Saturday the, Itali- uh, the Italians the biggest fear I got out of that is you, you're bringing new players in and you're talking about new QPR and it's going to be different and whatever and the new players immediately got a glimpse of just how badly organised QPR always has been and still is you know you go to Italy to play three games against quality opposition you end up playing a Sunday league team Monaco's fair enough and then playing each other in the last game on bad pitches and whatever I just, who won? well I was delighted to see that QPR won but also very concerned to see that QPR lost in the second <laughs> so yeah, that was a, it was a big concern but also a big Philip so yes. I'm, not, I'm not sure so, 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 so. Well, yeah, how, I mean, how are you feeling? Uh, well yeah, like I say positive but, but worried and, um, <laughs> but it's yeah. the kind of game you could actually cheer everything couldn't you? and, and, and nothing Yes, yeah. and boo. It was the best of both worlds. Yeah, I have to say, I, I watched it. All emotions. I know, you told me, and I was <laughs> actually, what are you watching that for? This is great. It was, it was what was the great... score? Someone on Twitter, yay, QPR 1-0 up. Ooh, QPR 1-0 did, did They tickled me. You would, you would Only know, at QPR, you where would, you... <laughs> yeah, you would know a thing or two about sort of bad pre-season tours of... Uh, I, yes, Italy. I do. I do. Uh, we went to Italy uh, once upon a time, and I, I think I QPR... I It was a lot yes, of fun. It was, uh, yeah, it was great fun. Uh, not for us, but for you guys, it was great. But, yeah, that was awful. We had two hours to go... Tra- it was a two-hour trip to go training. How can you travel two hours to go training and then an hour and a half and then travel two about... If it wasn't for Alan McDonald, God rest his soul, with the with the microphone on the way back, it would would have been a <laughs> what very was he doing? just telling jokes and we, no. make, making us all go up and sing songs because it was like every night we had to travel two hours to. But yeah, the gr- preseason is important because you don't want to you don't want to be going undercooked and undercooked, and sometimes you know you're better off just staying in England. Yeah, or Britain bit the kiss. Or Britain, or even going to Ireland, because you know you're going <laughs> to... What? Sorry. Republic of Ireland, sorry. And <laughs> because you know you, you know you you do realise that these teams will turn up. You go to Italy, 
They don't turn up. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, Twice now, I'm we've try, been stung. I'm trying to think of the teams that we played when we went up on the Warnock and... Um, but I'm pretty sure it was pretty... Well, the, 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 the Warnock pre-season basically was uh, semi-professional teams like Bodmin and yeah, yeah. Taunton or somebody. And we, began, we did them like 10 or 12 nil and Hogan Ephraim looked like Jean-Claude Van Damme. And, you know, it was, a, it was <laughs> wonderful. Was he, was he killing people? <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually watch the game or just watch some DVD? Some no, well, yeah, you know, I've had a relax. Did, did he chin someone? Uh, yeah, well, you, you know, he looks. No, you're right. But sometimes, then, sometimes w- yeah. uh, but then they must have went somewhere. Well, no, no, the week before that, the you know, the week before we beat Barnsley four 0 we drew, I think, at home or at Plymouth with Plymouth, and we looked really bloody awful. Yeah. Like Plymouth were I much really, better. I than actually, us, uh, and then we hit the ground running, and off we went. Yeah. You know. So look, at the end of the day. You can have the worst preseason and win the first game, the best preseason and lose the first game. It, it, honestly, it's all about this Saturday and what happens because there's an absolutely different mentality when there's points on the board and there's a win bonus on the on on the card. <laughs> Believe me, it, it makes a big difference. And when there's a crowd. The atmosphere is, is so much different. I used to hate pre-season because I just thought it was an exercise to get as fit as possible for the first game of the season. So let's let's see what happens on Saturday. Did, it, did anybody before we go? But by the way, we've got um, Gene Mackey. We're going to do Mackey in a minute. But um, did anyone watch that ninety-two club thing on Sky? Um, I watched bits of it. Yeah, yeah. bits of it. And the, every club was like pre-season brilliant. Had a brilliant pre-season. Every club <laughs> every, had a pre- it, from like. The Premiership to the the, the bottom of um, League Two. I've had a brilliant pre-season, so nobody nobody should lose this weekend. It should be brilliant. Well, you're in you're in ninety-two win. draws. You're in the you're in prime territory now for the for the the PR people at the club, aren't they? Because there's no defeat to sort of prove otherwise. So you can just say everything's brilliant. But see, the thing is, what what I got from it from the bits I've seen, Fulham printed um, players' shirts. Um, O'Hara was one of them. Uh, live on TV, and we had we had a we had an omelette, <laughs> and that was it really, from what I could see. To be fair, they went up to Blackpool, um, oh, is, yes, and yes, yes. Uh, Blackpool unveiled yeah, the un- unveiled their captain for the season live Brilliant. on air, and no mention was made of anything that is going on at Blackpool at the moment. So at that of point, course, anybody yeah. who was still watching should probably have turned off because there's an exercise in anything other than getting, ni- G- getting Jim White in a. It was ninety two. Propaganda machines yeah. at full throttle. Yeah, yeah. Nin- you know, ninety-two blowjobs, basically. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, Clive! Can I just Fraser, have one? Fra- Fraser- I just want one. <laughs> <laughs> Not tonight. Um, Fraser will be gone. Uh, no, thank point. you. Yeah, right. <laughs> iTunes will probably buy. But uh, you say that the interesting thing I thought is put a wig on. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> shut it. <laughs> the thing is, I, I find is that with Rangers, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the Chris Ramsey interviews and everything else. That we're not either depressed or we're manically happy. We're kind of just getting on with it. Is that a good way Chris, of saying uh, it? Chris Ramsey comes across as very depressed in his interviews. Oh, uh, do you think so? Well, potentially because... He's obviously been listening to this podcast. <laughs> yes. He does listen, apparently. He does listen. So I'm told. Oh, there you go. Well, the one of two theories of why he's like that. One, he's, he's probably very worried because he knows as well as anybody else that somebody... Thanks for listening, Chris, by the way. Hi, Chris. Some, somebody in his <laughs> position who's always been a, a coach or, or whatever, doesn't get a chance to be the number one at a championship at Premier yeah. League club. And yeah. he knows that if this doesn't go well for him, he was very unlikely to get that number one spot again. The other, the other side of that is Maybe. he also knows that they, they're working on this idea that we're meant to be going along with. 
um, and it's going to take time to settle in. So he is trying to downplay everything and keep expectations nice and low because you see people on message boards go, well, we'll know after Wolves. We'll know. We're four games, you know, we've got, we got three games. Who is this person you're doing the, the thing of? Cause it's I just, that's how I read all the message board should, posts on our website. Popular. I read it in that voice. The, the, all, the, all the posts on our message board, I just read in that voice, basically. <laughs> it's brilliant. So what, <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? You've, you obviously, everyone knows that every manager plays it down massively. Yeah, yeah totally. but we are do. playing it down really well. I, yeah, well, we're play, everyone plays it down because they, no one ever comes out. And even when I was a player, so what's going to happen next game? You don't say, oh, we're going to win 2 3 0, and then it, and then everyone hears it and the opposition hears it, and then you lose. Yeah, you said you're gonna, everyone plays it down. So apart, from got, t- apart from Tim Sherwood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair play. Though. He puts it on the line. So, um, but no, everyone plays it down, and you look up and down. It's going to be everyone just says the same thing. It's going to be a tough game, and you know it's going to be really close. And then we're going to do that. And you know what? It is going to be really close because the championship. There ain't really. You can't say, "Wow, there's one outstanding team who's going to just you know like." You know, in the Premiership, you got the top four, and then the rest are like, "Can we beat?" It's going to be tough, but in the Championship, everyone can beat yeah. anyone on their nuts. day. It's nuts, isn't and it? And it's just it is, and but that's why it's tough because Wolves won about twenty-five games last season and didn't get in the playoffs or something ridiculous. So to get promoted in the in the Championship, you got to win thirty games. Here's a here's a thought. Sorry for clicking the glasses. You wouldn't heard anything. That was cups of water. Um, this is a strange one. When we play Wolves away, mm-hmm. two gallons in the, in the dugout, eh? Yes. Do you reckon fifty cuffs? Do you reckon it'll go off? Do you reckon? I hope so. Because <laughs> I'll be watching it. Who's your money on? Yeah, Steve who would your Joe? money be on? Seriously, who, who, who do you reckon would win that? If it say it's the last bit of penalty, and do, I'll just be cracking up. Who would win the fight? Do you reckon Joe or Steve? I don't know. No, seriously, you must Come have on, an idea. Come on. I do know. Who buys the best? Who <laughs> well, buys? Who buys the best Christmas presents? None of them. Seriously, they're both tight. No, we don't buy Christmas presents. We're men. <laughs> Right, we're going to go to June, Matthew. You know, <laughs> on that on that bombshell. You don't buy Christmas. Yeah, we buy Christmas. Yeah, Best Steve of the buys me. Do you know what Steve buys me? A, a, like a a voucher, a, a, a like a, a Reese. He always buys me like a fifty pound Reese voucher card. Yeah, right. it's great. I don't buy him nothing. So when I open the card, I just go, "There you go, Steve. There's yours," and that's it. <laughs> and we just laugh. And he goes, "Yeah, I'm going to shopping in New Year." <laughs> Joe don't buy me anything. Really? Yeah. Nothing? No. Jesus. I don't buy anyone anything, except for my kids. And I know. And my missus. Didn't even buy a paint. Because if you? I don't if I don't buy her something, well, that's big trouble. <laughs> big trouble. Anyway. Big trouble. Welcome to the Kevin Gallagher podcast. Not worth <laughs> not worth living. Yeah. The um, moaning f- could go on for years. I've done it once. Never again. This reminds me of on the buses. Right, we're going to go to Jimmy <laughs> Mackie right now and ask him some serious questions about the start of the season. Hello and welcome back. To, well, I could say welcome back to QPR and I could say welcome back to you, Mackie, but I'm just going to say welcome home, fella. How are you? Yeah, all good, thanks. Um, yeah, great to be back home and um, yeah, looking forward to the season start now. Good, man. We're joined by Clive Whitnam for um, Law for Words and um, someone who wore... The hoops with pride before you as well, Mr. Kevin Gallen. So we're just going to fire loads of questions at you. We haven't rehearsed at all, so this could be anything. So no problem. Good, good man. So I'm going to start off with Clive. 
Well, get, well yes. Well, get, welcome back, Jamie. I never thought you should have left in the first place, to be honest. What, what, how did it come about that, that, uh, that you were able to return to the club this summer? Uh, I think it was a... Um, so I stayed in touch with a lot of people for the time that I was away. And obviously, um, you know, uh, after leaving quite quickly afterwards, I always wanted to come back as, as soon as I could, to be honest. So um, I, I was in contact with a few people. The situation at Nottingham... Uh, changed for me uh, and I had the opportunity to leave there and uh, and go to other clubs and obviously uh, I, I got wind of QPR potentially uh, having me back and so I spoke and obviously as soon as I knew that I could come back that that was the obvious choice for me and the one that I wanted uh, for a while anyway so yeah that's how it came about and yeah it's just delighted to get it done early and look forward to the season now. A, re- a regret that you that you left or was it was it circumstances at the time that, that caused that? Yes, certainly it was. Um, it was circumstances at the time uh, why I left, and you know that that's happened now, and I'm back, and I'm, I'm just lucky that I got the opportunity to come back. So, yeah, not um, yeah at, at the time that they were the things sort of governed me leaving, and um, uh, and and it was the thing to do at the time leaving. But like I say, it's not always that you get the chance to come back. But like I said before, I am glad that I did come back. What's uh, what's changed? We're, we're obviously glad to, to to have you back. What's what's changed? What's different since you were last here? Uh, you know what? There's so many of the same faces. There's like uh, uh, behind the scenes. You know, like walking into the ground the other day was was unbelievable. Having that drive that I usually take into the ground and seeing the same people working at the ground there and at the training ground, things are very very similar. Um, a couple of coaches as of uh, have obviously changed and. Um, the likes of Steve Gallen have moved up from when I was first there. He's with the under-21s and, and the younger lads now is with the first team, which I think is um, a great move by the club and all the lads are happy about that. So a few things like that have changed, but, you know, fundamentally it's, it's QPR. It'll always be QPR and there's some, some great people who have been there a long time and hopefully are there for a long time to come. Well, it's a weird thing. I'm going to, Kev's going to come in a second here. Because Kev, also you came back to QPR yeah. after being away, and people always say you should never return, blah blah blah, for whatever reasons. Um, but I'm really pleased you've come back, and um, it, it, it must somehow seem like a wee bit of a dream gone full circle. But Charlton Saturday, what what what's the mood in the camp at the moment? Yeah, I think it gets to this stage of pre-season, and you just you you know the whole basis of pre-season is to get to the first end of the season. So when it's this close, you, you're excited about the start of the season, and you want to see how we're going to get on, and can't wait for the competitive games to start. For me personally, pre-seasons are uh, a drag, something that just sort of goes on for a bit longer than you want. Not not in terms of the work you have to do, just the competitiveness in the games isn't there. Um, that you want and, and that you strive for the three points on a Saturday you're not really working for that it's about getting fit and um, uh, uh, work, working on things within the team so everyone's excited there's a good mood around the camp good atmosphere in the changing room and every, everyone's excited to get going Yeah Jamie I, I understand totally because when I played I used to hate pre-season not only forget about that I actually enjoyed like get the getting fit part but the yeah. games is, is like the worst it's the worst oh, part yeah. of pre-season because you go to the uh, some some games and they don't water the pitch the pitch is dry it's all this and it's just uh, it's very fake and it's a glorified uh, training game but um as a as a, an ex QPR player and a player that who left and came back for a year uh, I left for a year and came back. It must have been, you know, 
you know, seeing all the old faces and and the new faces, he must give you and like a big buzz, and he must be raring to go for the season. Yeah, totally. I think I, I stayed in. I stayed in uh, really good contact with loads of people at the club. So, like you said, I knew that you, you you came back to the club again, and you probably found it the same. That like it doesn't actually change that much. It does, um, and, and, and it, does, it does, always personnel yeah. in the players does, but it's still sort of behind the scenes you see the same faces, and, and it's a good thing, and I'm sure you're like buzzing to get back. And uh, just a quick question, as in football terms, in sort of what position? Because, you know, previously you played sort of up front, and then you played on the right, and then maybe a little bit on the left. Uh, what's your sort of, what's the plans for you this season? Are you centre forward? Are you on the right, or...? I, I I would like to know. And so would yeah, we all. I think I think obviously shape is going to determine that. I think that obviously if, if we get the opportunity to play a like, uh, four-three three formation, however way you set it up, then I should imagine I'm going to be used uh, as one of the wide ones on the left or the right. Uh, yeah. Enjoy playing either side of them. I think it's a great position for me. I can use use my energy efficiently in those, in those areas because I can make runs going forward and you've got people covering, covering you going back. Um, and if we play a 4-4-2, then I'd love the opportunity to play up front with someone else. So I think that's the plan. And um, going going beyond that, uh, those those would be my favourite and, and my first choices where I think that um, I can benefit the team and the club at my maximum. But obviously Is, it goes back Sorry, down. I missed that. So grand. which, what, in a 4-4-2? Sorry, in a four-three-three would be my favourite oh, position. Okay. If we get the chance to play that um, in in one of the positions that wide, I'd love uh, that be a great position for me. I feel that I can utilise my energy the most in that position. But if it was a four-four-two, like I said, it goes without saying that if I have to play and we play play on the right of a four, I've done that plenty of times with QPR, and I, I'll play anywhere to to play for. Uh, for the manager of the club, so but I, I feel my best position and, uh, and them getting the best out of me would be in one of their more advanced positions. No, no, fair enough, Jamie. Because I think all QPR fans know that whatever you do, you'll give a hundred percent and and give it and give it the gun. So I wish you all the best for the Saturday and for the rest of the season. So I hope uh, we can get three points and all the best. Yeah, thanks a lot, Kev. I appreciate it, top man. Be uh, good to see you down the training ground. I miss you doing a few sessions with the young lad. Yeah, that would be nice. So we'll see. <laughs> so the, the, yeah. club, the club can afford them at any point. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Like I said before, we've got we've got Steve, obviously Steve Gallen there. It's good to have people who who have got the club, um, you know, club's interest at heart, and they they come through the club uh, for a long time and have got the right ethos about the club. So it's good going back there, knowing that you've got people like that who who have been in the club a long time and also know the, the, the good young players who potentially will get a game coming through. So I think it's a good move from the club having, having Steve involved. The, the new players that have, have come in this uh, this summer, Jamie, we know we know bits and pieces about some of them, but obviously some have come from abroad. We haven't seen a lot of them. Who has impressed you in, in training and the pre-season so far? Who do you like the look of of the new players that have come in? Um, well, I, I got injured... Uh, in the Dun- after the Dundee game, so I missed a couple of the games. Um, but in training, when I've trained and I came to the game the other day, I think um, Cherry um, playing, who's played like the number ten role for us, uh, looked really sharp. Looks a really good player. Um, I think that's a, a very good signing. And like I say, in training and seeing him, I think his technique from set pieces. Um, I, I've already sort of lined him up for a few 
set pieces this year. I'm sure you're going to see a few spectacular goals from him. Um, the technique he's got is, is brilliant. I think um, he looks a really good player. I've been really impressed with him. Right. Another. This is this is this is going back a few years, Jim, and I'm sorry to bring this up because it involves that really horrible, horrific injury you had at Blackburn. But what did that idiot say to you that time when you actually got injured? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't quite from the archives. That yeah. is a supporter's question. Because <laughs> I wanted to kill him. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I think it was it was one of them. I I, I was on the floor, and it, it, to be fair, I've never done anything like that before, and it did actually hurt. Like I didn't <laughs> I didn't expect it to go. Uh, you know, it sounds stupid, but I didn't know how bad, until you do it, how bad, if it does hurt that much or people roll around and you don't know if it does that, but it did, you know, it did actually really hurt. So my main focus was like, oh, I'm struggling here. And then you've got him in your ear, you're like, come on, pal, last thing I need, like, get out of my ear, like, saying things that you yeah. don't need to hear, you know, like, he, he was going on a basis that I was feigning injury and pretending um, no. so it was like an FA Cup game I think it was nil-nil at the time there wasn't a great tempo to the game and he was like trying to drag me to my feet it didn't really make sense but you know these you get a lot of players like this in football and like Kev will tell you himself you know you don't always get on with players and um, there's not always great characters so no 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 but part part I got a, get on, but you know. do you know what? I had a bad injury and if and, uh, to be honest once you get a really bad injury, which <clears throat> you had and I had, you're just absolutely in shock, and you really you don't listen to really what you're yeah, too busy in pain but, 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 to get on with it. But obviously, what he said, the other players must have heard, and which was I just... think I think Kev, you're right. At the time, like I said, I I weren't really that bothered. Anyone could say anything to me, you know. Yeah. I weren't bothered about it's irrelevant what anyone can say anything to me anyway, but. I was more worried about my leg. Yeah, uh, people was people that. people were saying to me I was all right, and I went, "Nah, I'm not all right. Yeah. <laughs> something yeah. wrong here." Yeah, you know. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah, you, you know because your whole you leg. Know you, yourself. Yeah, but, you, but but it, being bit bit sorry, Jim. Being honest, do you wish you could play against him again just to sort of get in his ear? Nah, I do. You know really? what? Like I said, it, yeah, this is football. 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 You know, I I, I ain't gonna go and. Uh, uh, and do anything stupid if I'm playing against them. Oh like God, that. no! I'm, 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 I'm not talking machetes. I'm going to do a Roy Keane, are you? <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. if it was? Would he? Would he have done the Roy Keane? No, I might do one. <laughs> no, listen, I, I like I said, there's there's plenty of people in football. There's plenty of idiots in football. I'm not bothered. Like we had a strong team that year, really good team spirit, and the lads, the lads made their feeling clear after the game. And for me, nice that man. was it. Put to bed. Get on with it. Get on with your career. I'm not bothered what what people say. You know, I. I I recovered well and got the chance to play in the Premier League. That's all I was bothered about. The start of that season, Jamie, you obviously, you obviously arrived from a Plymouth team that had struggled and you scored relentlessly at the start, sort of three in the first three and six in the first eight and things like that. Did you, were you surprised at how well you did? And we go, Take us back to that time and tell us how it felt to sort of come into QPR and score all of those goals right at the start of the season. What was the sort of mood like? Yeah, do you know what? I think... To replicate the team spirit and the the team we had that year, um, I don't think I'll ever probably find that exact feeling again in my career because it, it was a unique stage where quite a few players signed that summer. We went away on pre-season. We had an unbelievable pre-season tour. Everyone got on brilliant. And when we came back, it sort of felt that you had been together for, for three or four years. So in the first game, it just clicked. And I think that's quite rare. Um, for me, it clicked. It clicked really quickly. And um, Kev will tell you, being a striker, you know, when you go to a new club, you want to try and get off the mark early doors. Um, yeah. I, I did that yeah. and just sort of grew in confidence. And I just went on a good run and just felt <laughs> I felt really happy within myself. And 
happy with my football and it was just it was just a great time. Things I went on a roll and sort of rode the wave and, you know, the lads the lads carried that on for the rest of the season and uh, we, we went on. But yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to replicate um getting real success in football, I think. Um, you know, there's more there's probably more downs than there is ups in terms of winning things and doing well as a team but that, that year we had a great team and um, you know we're all still in good touch which again I think is rare in football yeah very rare and I had <laughs> very little uh, success in football as in <laughs> but I, I had a few promote I had a promotion at QPR and I had a promotion at MK Dons and we won something but it is special but the main thing yeah. when you win or do something special is the team spirit and team spirit can get you so well and everyone getting on with each other and this and I can imagine that time with uh, Warnock in charge the team spirit was good and you just said everyone still keeps in touch and it looked like you know there was times when you know we we played against teams who may be a little bit better than us but yeah, we still won I just was wondering how is like the team spirit at the football club now this season, hopefully, it, it can replicate that. But also, you know, it was the difference between now and when you left two years ago. Because obviously, you know, there's been a lot of uh, talk about bad eggs, and well, yeah. there's a lot of talk about bad eggs. But you know, it ain't. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, it's be, no surprise I'll, that we can, you know, watching QPR, you could see it anyway on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, From I'll the be. last two or three years, it's not. It's not, it's, it's been very obvious that the team spirit yeah. hasn't been right. Yeah, I think, you know what, if if you're a football fan and you're someone who, who's got QPR close to the heart, if you go and watch them week in, week out, you can tell, or, or any club, if you watch closely, you know, if you're a big supporter, you can tell if things aren't right. You know, you can't kid someone over a course of, of 46 or 50 games if someone's watching the whole time. I think you know if, if things aren't right in the change room, yeah. especially if you've been in football a little bit and, like you say, I'm, I'm not going to lie. The year that I left two years ago, it was it, it wasn't a good team spirit at all in that change room. It wasn't a great place to come in and work. It wasn't a culture where people wanted to come in and train hard and work hard. Which, to be honest, is is the ethos I, I believe that that comes with QPR and what what I bought into when I first came in. Yeah, but and yeah, you're what, right, Jamie. Because yeah, but Jamie, it's like that's like foreign to. You know, most clubs and most football players is like you come in, you train, you train hard. Yeah. You don't have to like like be best friends and go out of course, partying, no, that, but you just you that work hard. Matter. But obviously, from what you're saying is like people weren't training hard. There yeah. was different this, so it's very strange. I'm just hoping this season, whatever happens this season, that everyone's pulling yeah, in the right I direction. Can... Everyone's together. Yeah. Well, I, I I can say like that that was the, that was the year I left. I think it was well documented, been documented before. And to be honest with you, even if it wasn't documented, like you said, we got relegated. And you could see by the performances on the pitch that there wasn't there wasn't a massive amount of commitment or passion, which should be should be a minimum within within a good changing room and a, with a club with a good ethos and uh, of one that does work hard and, and get promotions and, and do well. But that wasn't the case two years ago. Walking back in the building now, it's a completely different attitude from from when I left two years ago, and a much better place to be again, and has got a, uh, has got a better. And a, and a similar feeling to the first year that I signed with some more young, hungry yeah. players who want to do well for the football club and want to kick on and, and buy into what QPR is about, which, you know, is having a good team spirit, working hard and playing good football. And that 
that is definitely the case this year compared to two years ago when I left the football club. So that's a pleasing thing and that, that's the truth. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But that team did get promoted that season. So <laughs> I don't want to put a damper on that. But you're obviously talking about the season before when we got relegated, it was poor. But I know what you're saying and I just hope like... Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about the year that I left, the changing room. Yeah, OK. Like yeah, that. I understand. I two yeah. years ago, we got relegated. That yeah. was it. The year that I signed is the best changing room I've ever been in. Yeah. And yeah. I think it'll be extremely hard, like I said before, to recreate that exact feeling and that exact personnel in a change room because it, 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 it's very rare that people stay together for that long or yeah, for yeah. a long time indeed so I, I, I think it's hard and I, I'm not sure that exact feeling can happen again but the fundamentals of that are back in place now and potentially can happen again which is a good thing do you uh, do you feel like you're one of the senior players in the in the squad now because obviously when you came in before like I say from Plymouth there were big characters like Sean Derry and Clint Hill who've been brought in do you feel like you're one of the senior players who has to sort of police the dressing room and drive that team spirit now, being with the experience you've got, having been away and come back, and you, you're sort of seen as a QPR man now, I guess. Are you, are you, do you see yourself as one of the seniors now? Yeah, I think there's, there's definitely uh, that feeling I feel more so or, or more than I ever have felt in my career so far, um, which which I like. I, like, uh, I embrace that feeling. I like it. I think that I don't, I don't necessarily go around talking and sort of like preaching about what should be done. I don't do that at all. But I try to set a standard every day in training and by the way I play on a match day and hopefully others follow um, by doing the right things every day. That's that's the only way I go about it. Jamie, look, I agree totally. Actions always speak louder than words. And yeah, if you definitely. train properly, when I was a kid, Ray Wilkins was the man to look up to and you just used to watch him and he trained a hundred percent every day. And if you did and if I didn't and as a kid he used to pull me and he used to say, Kevin, what's wrong with you? And I be, I, I was just you know, when you're just seventeen or eighteen you give it all I was yeah. what, what 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 Ray? And he says, You're just not why don't you run about? And I would give it what are you talking about? He said, you're just waiting for the ball up front because, you know, when you're a kid you just wait for the ball. Yeah, you just want to score, yeah. Just run about. You're a good yeah. hanger. Yeah, yeah, basically saying, <laughs> and it would never cut, and it would never cut. So I just, do you know what? Second half of the game, I just ran about, and do you know what? He was right. I got involved in the game, and I was training, and I was yeah. getting fit, and I was getting a sweat, and do you know what I mean? And and it's right. Actions always speaks louder than words, and then when you've got yeah. a good group of older pros who show everyone else who how it goes, it's very important at a football club. No, no, if you yeah. get the if you get the right good ones ingredients. No, but before we let you go, Jim, because because um, you're going to bed in a minute. You've yeah. got a game on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. you're going to go to bed, and, and, I, and I'm nearly. Oh, no, I've got I've got a Great British Bake Off on pause. <laughs> Sorry, pause it, pause it. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Ray, anyway. Do- Ray Donovan's on, and I'm missing it. Ray Donovan, Sky there. Atlantic. She's got it on pause. She wants to wait, don't she? Don't oh, worry about that, Ray Donovan, Sky Atlantic. Much better. Anyway, Jimmy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've I've just got a few wee things to say for the season ahead. Firstly, <laughs> d- Kevin, stop it. Um, f- fill them away. Fill, fill them away. Right. We've had some bad experiences. So if we can take the Watford experience, do you remember that one? We were, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And hammer them bastards. I'd be really grateful because they've been really loud at us for being rubbish and getting stuff down there. So if you guys can actually put a performance on uh, Craven Cottage this, this year, tell them. It's needed, it's earned, and it's 
much, much, much desired from the fans. That'd be yeah, great. I, don't, what, what, I can't imagine Fulham fans are giving you much stick. What are they doing? Clapping at you down the street? And <laughs> they haven't got any. They haven't got any. They ain't got any. The R fans can stick up, hold their own against the Fulham fans. I know they can. To, to, be, to be fair, um, people shopping at Toys R Us can hold their own against Fulham fans in all fairness. <laughs> but the thing is, we just, you know, that, that's the thing, you see. We're back in the championship and... I kind of like the champ. I mean, I don't know what it's like as a player, but I do like the championship a wee bit better sometimes because we're going to win more games, we'll get the team spirit back, we'll get a few wins under our belt, we'll, we'll move forward. And in some ways, we do need a rebirth. Do you think? From, from Yeah, I think, you know what, I think that it, it goes without saying it's impossible for me to sit and say I prefer the championship to the Premier League. The Premier League is the only place to play. It's the, it's the holy grail. It's the, best, it's the best place. It's the best feeling as a player. You're playing against the best players and that's why you work hard every game to try and win in the championship to get back there. But um, what, what, as is important this season and going forward with QPR, is that the time we do go back to the Premier League is that it's the right time and the club's in the right shape to do it. And we stay there for as long as possible and have, have a good club. Uh, whatever happens, if we ended up coming back down or, or managing to stay up, if we do go up, it's about having the right club instead of being in, in any trouble in any way as a football club. And one last thing, on Saturday, would you like a really loud version of Mackie Wonderland? <laughs> Does that... <laughs> yeah, I, I missed that tune, yeah. <laughs> OK, well, because it's, it's going to be 3,500 QPR fans. I think quite a few might be a wee bit well-oiled <laughs> before the game and um, expectations are high and everything else. And all, all like, to, to me personally, a good season for us and this may fall up with a lot of other QPR fans, is top six would be a miracle. Outside top six, stability. That's something. we got, we got something to build on then. Jamie, promise us a miracle. <laughs> promise. Oh, that's a simple mind. <laughs> Don't talk music with this man. Do not. He, he only knows one band, Simple Minds. It's ridiculous. Who's your favourite band, yeah, by the well, way, Jim? Hopefully we can go out there for a beer in a few months and we're in a good place in the table. That would be the main thing. I hate, but who's your favourite band, by the way, Jimmy? And do you like Simple Minds? Kevin's. Do you like the specials? Do you like Therapy? Uh, no, I like. I'm, I'm Scottish, aren't I? I like the Proclaimers. <laughs> Simple Minds are from Scotland, by the way. <laughs> to be fair, you've got. <laughs> it's the most Scottish person. You sound Scottish, Jamie. I'll give it to you. You sound it. I have got a Simple Mind, so I must, yeah, I must remind you. That was the, that was his pitch to Gordon Strachan. Can you imagine? I like, like the Proclaimers. You're in the squad for the Euros next year. You're in. You're in. You're already in. Did you, did you say I will run five thousand miles or something? Steve, it's, it's like Steve reminding me how Irish he is all the time. Yeah, well, he, he reminds me about that, but I don't listen. Does he mention? Well, yeah. listen, Jimmy. I thank you so much for coming back to our club. And um, I tell you what. If you score Saturday, make sure you celebrate well with the Rangers fans because um, it'll be a celebration that's been a wee bit delayed. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. No, thanks for having me back on. Yeah, it's been, been good to chat to you all. You're a good man. Take care of yourself, fella. Enjoy the Cheers, bake-off, Jamie. Nice one. Nice Cheers. one, mate. Thanks. thanks. Cheers, thank Cheers, you. Dad. Bye. Bye. I'll tell you what, talking to Jamie Mackey, sometimes you feel that there's a man talking to you, though, who still can't believe he's playing professional football and somehow found his way... <laughs> Up, 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 up to the, just that's sounds, good that no but it's true he sounds so like not trained footballer doesn't say football things he's he, just normal isn't that, isn't that a good thing it's nice in this day and age isn't it he's a proper human being who's a really good footballer <laughs> he's a human being but no but he's 
you know what? He's not with, a robot. Do you know what? No, 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 no. With the inflated, you know, you everyone just thinks the premiership and the money. He's just, he's just a nice geezer. But this is not a, a nice geezer. Not a bad footballer either. Good Way football go, player. You know, nice what? geezer and and goes on the pitch and has a go. I hear, get, yeah, hear a lot about Jamie Mack. I heard a lot of. You know about when he after he left and Jamie Mackey's drawbacks and you know what's wrong with Jamie Mackey and you know talk about his touch and you know bits and pieces like that. I think Jamie Mackey's actually a very decent footballer I went, and will be very useful for us this season. I went to the kit sponsorship to be fair, and one of the first questions was someone that's not me. Um, someone said. Uh, Kevin, you drop bottles, you drop bottle tops, <laughs> your phone's getting texting. Can you be professional, please? No. <laughs> All right. Same as whatever. And um, I'm going to put a song on for the end. No, no, <laughs> yes. no, you're not. No, to get no, everyone no. going. No, please don't. For the start of the season, <laughs> please don't. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm planning now while you talk and bore everyone. All right, excellent. And um, here we go. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Tell me when you are ready to to shoot off, and I'm going to do that. <laughs> And someone said to Jamie, one of the first questions was, has your first touch improved? And I just thought, that's so rude and disrespectful of anyone. And it was just, just unnecessary. So if you ever asked that question, if it was the podcast, some idiot on, the, on, 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 on one of them Google mind. things, I was like, that's, because whatever you say, have you scored a winner against Liverpool? If you have, you can ask that question. If you Jamie, haven't, you know what? You think Jamie Mackey scored against some really good teams at really important times for us and also improved his technique from when he arrived mm. in that Barnsley game when we won 4-0 and he scored the goal you know you could talk about his touch and things like that but I thought he improved his technique immensely during his time with us including his first touch and also all while recovering he had a spell out with a broken leg and recover from that I thought he was a he was a fantastic player by the time he left us you know he, he's not Sergio Aguero but you know we're not Manchester City so He's a, good, he's a good player and he's a, he's a fantastic signing, potentially our best signing this summer. I'm not sure what that meant, but it was a very well said, Clive. No, thank you. <laughs> we're not Man City and we're not, he's not Aguero. Okay. <laughs> but, and we haven't spent 45 million on him. Is exactly, what yeah, yes. exactly, so, yeah. And it's a free transfer. And he first, I think he first came for quite a low wage money as well, didn't he? A few hundred thousand, yeah. So what, but th- th- that, does that, right, Kevin. He actually played for MK Dons, you do know that. Okay. I know that it's just like a massive bugbear for you. Well, MK Dons. I think he was in the original Wimbledon Academy, yes, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. And he moved. Yes, he was, yeah. yeah. There's a, there's so, a, right. there's a link. Is he, okay? Is he okay now? No, no. Anyway, what I was going to say to you, as a professional footballer, right? As you, as, as you stop it, Kevin, stop it. <laughs> for those who can't see, for some reason he's celebrating a goal that <laughs> no one knows why. Um, when you come back to. Just the, for the contradiction. Okay. We talked about coming back and we. You're a QPR fan, so when you came back, maybe it was a wee bit different. But yeah, what what drew you back to Rangers? When what, what was it just being a fan, or obviously it wasn't money. <laughs> There's no way it was ever money. So well, what, no. So what drew I you took back? A cut to come back. I just wanted to just go back in. I just wanted to lie in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, no, I'm joking. I I'm joking. No, 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 no. But that was a like amazing feeling. I was like. I'm actually in my bed now and I can go training with a team that I love. It's just, at the time when I came back, I was just like, I've missed this. To be fair, Barnsley and Huddersfield is quite a departure. Yeah, massive. Like, live up there on your own. It was just, it was good for a bit. 
There's only so many nights out you can have. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly in Barnsley and Huddersfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it? surrounded, but um, as you can know what I'm talking about. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't, Ken. Cut that, cut. <laughs> but no... Seriously, no, you don't have to cut that. Um, <laughs> seriously, don't cut that. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I remember. I okay. remember when I, I, I came. I remember I played on a Saturday for Barnsley against. We was in the championship at the time, and QPR played Swansea, and I watched it live in the FA Cup, and we lost oh, three or four. It went really well. It was horrendous. Really well. And I only told that was I, Sunday afternoon. I only told. I only told. I didn't tell anyone that I was because I hadn't signed. I said I sold Joe on a Saturday night. The Saturday night I went, uh, I'm coming back to QBR. And he went, What? I went, Yeah, I'm coming back. He went, Okay, that's great. I went, Yeah, it's great. So it was at my mum and dad's, and then the room was like, I'm coming back. And then I'm watching the 4 0. I went, Oh my God, this ain't good. <laughs> it was a bad week. <laughs> so I came in on the Monday, signed a contract, played on the Wednesday against Swindon. We won 4-0 and it was, everything was rosy in the garden. So basically you came back like a waterfall and just spread happiness into the ground. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> that's what you think. But, uh, <laughs> but do you know, it was like, a, it was a great feeling just walking back into the like a night, because I always like night games at QPR. I think the night games at QPR are brilliant. Under the floodlights, you can't great atmosphere, great atmosphere. It's just brilliant. And I remember walking in, and it was dark, and you know, I just kept my head down, walked in, did that, and we won four 0 And then it was just, you know, and for the next few years, it was probably the best football I ever played, and the best times I ever played. In in truth, really for QPR, but. Other than the first couple of seasons at QPR when I broke through, but those four or five years were the best consistency I ever played for QPR. And to be fair, they weren't bad times, really, were they? We- well, no, we was all. Do you know what we were? The, that's the difference between QPR now and QPR then. Is QPR then we were the underdogs, we were in uh, administration, and it was all against. But we had a great team spirit. Ian Holloway at the time was brilliant manager we had Kenny Jacket assistant he was brilliant we had just a great the the team spirit was and I was sort of like a senior player and it was a little bit different to when I was like a kid growing up under like Jerry Francis and when I first turned up Jerry Francis and Les and Alan McDonald and Clive Wilson Ian Holloway the players were brilliant then this time the players weren't obviously as good and I was a senior player, and I had to like sort of a little bit like you asking Jamie, you got to lead, you got to be a leader. Steve Palmer was there a little bit older, but you know I was sort of a leader because you know on the pitch. Yeah, so it was great, great times. But right, we're now gonna we're gonna wrap up because because Gabriel, our engineer, is 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 not only dropping things all over the floor, but he's reminded me that we've got to Light wrap up. up. So pre-season is gone. Football season's here. We've got... Dare we predict Saturday? Can we predict Saturday? Uh, Saturday could be 1-0 either way. It could be 1-1. It could be 0-0. It could be anything. Like you can't, you, you <laughs> can't, everything. Look, you can't, it could be anything. That you sounds like predict, You can't predict the championship. Like, who, who do you think is potentially going to win the championship and get relegated I have no idea. Year, so. I have no idea. I mean, everyone talks well, about... See, I fancy Middlesbrough and I fancy Wolves. I don't. Oh, you, you, I hope Joe's you, not listening. You like you like Leeds. 
No, I, I think Leeds. I, I, no, I don't. No one like likes Leeds. I don't, no, no, I mean, no, I don't, nobody likes. I think Leeds will be strong. Like I don't think they'll be entertained, but I think they're big, strong. I think Middlesbrough I f- will be there. I think Derby. Do you think Derby? I are do. Mental. Yeah, aren't Derby going to get to March and panic whether, again? Probably, maybe, but it's just because they got. Look, you always go on who's got the best players and who spends the most money, and QPR should be. They should be there, but thereabouts. Because at the end of the day, Leroy Fur- at the moment, Leroy Furs still at QPR. Hopefully, Sandro's coming back. <laughs> we haven't mentioned is. that. <laughs> Wherever he's, where he is, Charlie Austin's still at the club. Whether he, it looks like he's getting sold. Surely we'll get a decent replacement with the money. Phillips is still there. We still got a very good team. Don't there's no bones about it. That's a good team in yeah. the championship. Very good team. So. There's no doubt in my mind. Why shouldn't we be in the mix? Because two years ago we was in the championship, and if, if everyone thought it was doom and gloom and doom and gloom, and we were in the top two for six months. I know we faded, but we got promoted in the end. And uh, and uh, the attitude and the atmosphere two years ago was a lot worse than it was now. That's yeah. a fair point, actually. I never thought of that before. You should come on more often, Kev. You're not on the podcast enough. <laughs> well, um, I actually thought I should be hosting, but no one's asking. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you, you can't be any worse than the one they got now, I can tell you. It was, but the... Fraser's back or Monday. the one before. Fraser's back Monday is fine. Is the, uh, the difference between last time and this time is highlighted by the fact that this time we signed Paul Koncheski, who's 34 years old and has probably been Leicester's worst player for the last couple of years, whereas last time we sent Ben Ricotta, who's sort of proven established Premier League player, 28 is old on loads of money that yeah. that looks like the difference I think uh, the the big mis- one of the few mistakes we've made this summer personally I think is letting McCarthy go to, to Crystal Palace and they, they talk about maybe we'll sign the South End goalkeeper who I also like almost as much as McCarthy you know sooner or later Rob Green's a decent goalkeeper poor distribution great shot stopper you know, sooner or later, you have to accept that. You know, Alex McCarthy may not be as good now, but could be our goalkeeper for ten years. We've lost him. I hope we do sign the South End goalkeeper, and if we do sign him, I hope that we play him. It's an interesting one, but then, in some respects, when we were in the Premiership, we were signing Porston players, and now we're signing players from IKEA. And that's, what, that's what you need <laughs> in the Championship. <laughs> that's my theory. And no, no, but we do. You do. You can't. The, you can't in the day. Let's look at the squad. We need another goalkeeper. Yeah. We need reason. another two centre forwards. That's what I think. But because uh, the teams that get promoted from this division always have. Okay, but and bef- the teams that usually win leagues always have good strikers. Before we wrap up, we've got to talk about Saturday because it's massive. The three got the music ready to, to wrap it up. <laughs> Please God, take me now. <laughs> but um, I'm just thinking. Before we right, we've got to do this quickly. What do you think, Clive, will be the starting lineup on Saturday? Let's be fair. And um, uh, Green, Perch, Anua, Hill, Koncheski, Luongo, Fallin. Oh, okay, I'll even get back in. Poulter up front, and then. Do you think you play Poulter? Yes, and would come to me for my hours end of the show about Poulter. Okay, but, but left wing. Poulter, left striker. Cherry behind Poulter. Phillips. And uh, Phillips on one side and Gladwin. maybe Mackie or Gladwin on the other. That would get the, I think interesting. not far off. Mm. I don't think... That's actually a good side. As, uh, as Jamie Mackie hasn't pl- uh, trained for 
since what does he need to done. train though he's carved out yeah wood. i know but it's all what you need a little bit of training believe me whatever i know what you're saying but you need yeah. you need a bit of you need if i was going into a season and i've only trained one 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 or two days up because on a friday before the start of the season you don't really do much you do set pieces and you might have a five aside for half an hour maximum you need more than that but i don't know but I, it, ain't, it isn't far off that. Gladwin on the left. Phillips on the right. Yeah. Uh, Falling. I'm not too sure. If I, I don't think fall. I would say Henry. No, mm. yeah. That, that wouldn't surprise me. Although he's had zero pre-season. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Right. So quickly, score predictions. Kevin. Has anyone had any pre-season? I think I've had more pre-season. Than <laughs> <laughs> You've never had a pre-season and in your I've life. Been on, I've been in Spain. I've been to Dublin. No, you I've haven't, Kevin. You've, you've, you've been working hard. Yeah. Working hard I didn't say I weren't working hard. Yes. At the bar. Yes. Anyway, I Kevin, score predictions. Are you, by the way, are you going Saturday? Or are you working? I'm working. All right. So, score prediction anyway. Uh, as I try for 13th time. I'm, I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. Really? Yeah. Okay. And which I think is a good, because the first game of every season is 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 tough because everyone's at hundred buzzing, everyone's up for it, okay. and to go away, Charlton, London derby, I think one one would be a good result. It's, it's practically by the sea. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But go on, Clive. What we get? What I was going to say, one one as well. I just, I just don't think we're going to get a lot out of the first three league game so it might it might go the other way but get 1-1 one, one was going to be what I say my prediction come is come on Clive well alright 1-1 one, 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 and Pol- Polter plays poorly because this is going to be my R's end of the don't show keep building up to your R's end just spit the friggin R's end don't I've then, got, no. the, got the music ready you, that's Polter, your R's end of the show Kevin Polter plays poorly for 60 hold minutes it. hold it hold it come on Polter, no. Polter plays poorly for for sixty minutes and gets substituted to a cacophony of boos and jeers and whatever. And Mackie comes on you and can't we, boo we end up with a whiskey. Well, that ridiculous. was going to be my uh, Clive. What's your eyes end of the show? <laughs> it annoys me that people read so much into preseason that we've already written off Polter as not being very good on the basis of one poor performance at Newport and one performance against Atlanta. Okay, it annoys it. It, it annoys like Clive. Give him twelve games. Give him twelve games. <laughs> My, my other hours end of the just, show was oh, just, name the team that lost 4-0 at Swansea in the FA Cup the day, the day before Kevin's resigned. Ooh, How many players came in? Digby. Yeah, go on. That's one. Have you got it? Yeah, I've got it in front of me. Marcus Bean played, didn't he? No. Palmer played? Steve Palmer. Yes, two. She two? No. What? Carlisle? Do you want me to go through it really quickly? No. What's that? Uh, have a centre-half. Oh, God. Crystal Roman? Crystal Warren played... Right, but big knot. Yeah. Uh, QPR's team that lost four 0 to Swansea in the FA Cup was Fraser Digby, Packet, Terrell Forbes, Krista oh. Warren, Steve Palmer, Chris Plummer, Mark Perry, Carl Connolly, Marcus Bignot, Alex Bono, Leroy Griffiths, and Dudu. There's Doo-doo. no need. There's no. There's, <laughs> hey, things, no wonder they lost four hey, 0 Things ain't that bad. <laughs> so, however bad it gets, guys. However bad it gets. The funny thing is, here we go. No, we're not doing your friggin' song. Is here we go. No, the funny thing is, but that that Swansea game is. I came back, and anyone who's been in the car me will know I drive really slowly. I nearly got caught in a speed trap by the police. I'm, I'm, nearly, I'm surprised you're back from that game after that. I'm not surprised. But listen. Red. Ready. But no, we've got to, my hours <laughs> end of the show, Kev, seriously. 
now can you just put it, put it, turn it down seriously no we should end now we, 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 we're bending out okay my, my always end of this show is we did a thing during the summer I can't do this you're paying that shout <laughs> uh, right um, my always end of this show is that um, we did a thing called pod patrons and thank you everyone who paid money and who will be on the podcast during the course of the season the podcast the quality may be low as in us presented it but this the cost is high seriously I can't believe I'm doing this with this, this music behind me um, on Saturday go to Charlton be loud be proud and never ever ever think that we cannot win this league because we can this has been the QPR podcast Kevin Gallant thank you very much Clive Whitlam thank you very much thank you Paul Gabriel thank you very much you seriously need to find another band this, this can't go on Kevin this is stalkerish material the QPR podcast is a West 12 media and verbal media production. QPR, QPR, Rangers are on the up and up. QPR, QPR.